people. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. It's a podcast show that uses travel to highlight stories of personal growth. So each week we'll spotlight the stories of courageous world travelers, creative wanderers, and digital nomads who share their incredible experiences of the world through their eyes. If you like traveling, this is what you need. Tune in. beautiful people thank you and welcome to chronicles abroad i'm francis and i'm nubia and today we have such a fun and exciting show for you guys we are actually talking to another couple yeah uh, this is our second couple we are going to be sitting here with lee and yanni they're a married couple that live in dalian china did i say that correct Dalian, China. They've been living there for the past four, going on four years now. Uh, they left their government jobs to fulfill their long-term desires of traveling the world. They document their lives and travels through their brand, Size Your Life. You can catch them on YouTube and other social media platforms. And their goal is really to inspire people to do what they want and when they want it. Uh, on their social media platforms, you'll find them doing pranks, challenges, and money videos as they are on their way to being debt-free by the end of the year. Financial freedom. Yeah, they've paid already $35,000 in debt. That's what's up. And they live a plant-based lifestyle, so they also inspire and share their journey also with that. So thank you, Lee and Yanni, for being on the show. Welcome. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. What, a what an introduction, huh? What an introduction. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, it was all my words. All <laughs> oh, praise. So let's go back before you guys started traveling abroad. Tell us a little bit about how you landed in China. Well, that was all Lee. <laughs> uh, I'll let you tell the story. Yeah, so... We were working for a few years in DPR, government job in D.C., and I was like, we were talking about it. We were like, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Like, we're tired of this same old lifestyle, and we wanted to travel. And so I was trying to figure out a way to pay off our student loan debt because we both came out of college together with a lot of student loan debt. So I was looking up online, where can I, how can I pay off this huge amount of debt mm -hmm. and be able to travel at the same time? So I found um, teaching abroad and we wanted to go to Korea at first. South Korea. South Korea, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and we tried to go there, but there were some complications being as though we're a couple. And we're was, brown. Yeah, we're brown. Trying to get two brown teachers hired in the same vicinity wasn't that easy. Yeah. Korea's all, yeah. So, South Korea's interesting in that sense. Yeah, yeah I get it. Time. Yeah. So we ended up in China. China hit us up with a phone call. We had already quit our jobs, mm -hmm. um, went to Europe, started traveling in Spain, France, mm -hmm. and got engaged in Italy, France. got engaged in Paris, and then came, we had to take a job off because we didn't have any job when we came to go back. back to so we so so we China hit us up. We said, okay, how much money? You know, they told us, and we. Ended we up did signing it. a deal and just trying it. And sold all our stuff. Sold all our house, our cars, everything. <laughs> wow. So was this uh, the first place that you've actually lived abroad? Yes. Yeah, lived, yeah. You lived abroad before as a kid. I didn't live, live. Oh, that was for like a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks, uh, yeah. Got it. So, so yeah. tell us, you you guys did not graduate with like education degree. So teaching wasn't the thing. It just happened, right? Just yeah. happened, Yeah. 
Yep. So what are your degrees in? Mine is in communications and French. Mine, if I can remember. <laughs> like, he said uh, if I can remember. <laughs> He's like, what was that? Like, I remember the bill though every month. <laughs> political science, psychology, and something else. Sociology. What, criminal justice? No, no, criminal justice was the major, uh, but it was it was three part. <laughs> I love it. So wait, the funny thing about it is, let's let's hop on this really quick. You guys went to school for these degrees, paying <laughs> off these degrees, but never really used the paper. Yeah, we talk about it every day. We just talked about that before coming on this, actually. Yeah. So wait. We just made a list, actually. So after college, you guys didn't get jobs in your fields? No, no, we tried. We de- we definitely tried to. Um, but I mean, you know, just like you go on USAJob.gov and then you fill out applications and they say, OK, we'll email you in six to nine months. Like, what? I need a job now. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. process is just so slow. Uh, maybe just the area we were in competition. I mean, to be real, I thought I was going to get that piece of paper and just be like, OK, everybody's going to be looking to hire me now. You know, I got the degree, but. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily you were able to go start working back where you were working before, before. at the pool. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get a job for like two years, so I was wow. just doing like gigs and yeah. stuff. You know, that's why I started shooting photos, and then that's when I she got me into the pool. I started working there and other stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's deep. I mean, that's a lot of people's stories. You know, I'm not. I was actually formally trained as a social worker, but I'm not doing social work right yeah. now so it happens to the best of us and then you realize okay so i can make this salary here or i can go abroad and make this right. salary yeah. and you're like well that's pretty much a no-brainer especially if you're open to that right. you know experience because china does pay well they really yeah. do and it's one of those small sacrifices that you make uh, as you guys have to be debt free because mm-hmm. i know a lot of people dream of being debt free uh, but why was that such a priority for you guys? I didn't care to be honest. I wasn't thinking about being debt free. I was trying to get. <laughs> I was trying to, to be honest. Now this, like, I mean, I wanted to pay off the debt at some point, but it, for me, it was more so like, all right, let's invest first and then get a large lump sum of money and pay it off later. You know, let's make sure we can eat right now and take care of us right now versus dishing all our money out to the loans. But my responsible wife here, <laughs> she was like, no, I'm trying to get them off. Like, what like, was you thinking? I feel like I just want to get that off my plate so that I could use all the money that I have that I could earn and put that towards something good, like right. investing in different things to make me more money instead of having this weight on my shoulders. And we didn't know what to do first, invest or to pay off our yeah. student loans, pay off our debt. That's why we invested in, I guess we did invest, but we invested in a, a financial advisor who gave us the answer. It was basically saying it doesn't make sense to invest money in anything if you are below zero because Mm -hmm. all that money could be going to break even so that you can own you know so that just solidified the plan we're like all right we do got to do this so let's get to it well the thing about it is you invested in yourselves right Mm. you know because if let's be honest no let's really freaking be honest if you (laughs) stayed in dc y'all would not even be close (laughs) to being debt free the area and we lived in that area, so we know how DC is. Yeah, not never. I think anywhere in America, you feel me? Not anywhere in America. There's nowhere in America we can live right now where we can make like we're not even getting paid great. We're getting paid the same amount we were getting paid before. You know, maybe a little bit more, but the cost of living is so much uh, cheaper. 
and we don't have all these things to pay for, you know, insurance, cars, and all this extra stuff. So, you know, the money goes longer. But yeah, you're definitely right. That's the point, because even if you decided, right, that this was just temporary, most people, if they took two years and lived abroad, could potentially be so much more closer to being debt free. But unfortunately, when you move back to the States, <laughs> it's a wrap That's because it's going to be reverse. It's going to be like, what's it called again? Reverse, reverse culture shock. Reverse culture shock. Because you lived mm -hmm. in a place for a little while that was so reasonably priced for the food, the accommodations, everything to go back to the States and be like, what the, f what? You want me to pay $10 for us? What? Lettuce? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why you got to build your, your income while you're abroad. I mean, it's common money making knowledge. Yeah. Make money where the, where the, where the currency is large is heavy you know it's a lot and spend it where it's less and then buy where it's cheap and sell it where it's high you know yeah right. yeah no i love that and i'm with uh lee on this one you know it's easier to move about the world when there's no monkey on your back so i get it all right so what's it like for you guys as a couple being of color living in china <laughs> I think it's uh, it's i don't really like china to be honest like if i'm gonna be real with you i do not like china like I want to leave. <laughs> I mean, I don't see there being any difference because we're a couple. Um, even though I will say working at a job is a little different being a couple because, you know, trying to like do things together at a job most times like, no, it's too hard. Like two of you take off a day or something like that. But I mean, living it's in China as a couple, it's for me, I, it's much better to have somebody here with you. Um, you know, I don't have to come home and. Most people that live alone here, they come home or they try to fill up their their space with like doing other things. But I mean, I just got somebody that can I can talk to like mm -hmm. out loud and hold you accountable. I can touch you and yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. We don't feel lonely, <laughs> right? You can take care of me when I'm sick. I can take care of you when you sick. Yeah. You know, you ain't gotta rub it in, Lee. Because I mean, <laughs> we're oh. we're both two we're single, both single black women in Asia. <laughs> She's like, you know, you don't, you're not gonna feel lonely. I'm like, oh, I mean, shit. You gotta get so, out there. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful thing. Oh no, I was saying lonely because we together. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, but oh, I kind of. I was like, hold on, what? <laughs> Girl, don't tell me you just got yeah. that. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> So let's talk about the cons of China because, and we're not talking about China as a whole, like where you live and your experience, because you said, truth be told, I don't like it. A lot of times people see our photos, right? And they think that life is just grand and hunky-dory and you love everything about it. Everything. Put it out there. Like, what is it that you don't like? You know, we're more than just travel. We provide tips, resources, and hacks for the curious traveler in you. So whether you're a lover of travel or just someone who is ready for a change, we have something for everyone. We got to eat in the house. We pretty much stay in the house all the time because it's just, 
we can't we don't have anybody out here can't deal no with community. the culture the, the people here i mean i'm not really trying this is the wrong time to ask me this question yeah no, i'm really no. mad with chinese really though right really like, though i don't you guys don't understand but i mean just the culture here the people it's like living in a world. Yeah, like That's why we're laughing. Like in another yeah. on another planet in a, in years, many years before. Like these people are not living here. They are monitored by cameras. By they are scared to live. Everything's oh, about no. face. Um, I mean, they're liars, scheming. You always gotta watch your back with everything you do here. Make sure somebody's not trying to get over on you. You know what I'm saying? And they just don't understand. They expect you to understand their stuff, but don't. You know? I mean, it's just it's. Being here is a sacrifice. I will say, it's a huge. I will say that I think everybody needs to visit China. You know what I'm saying? Live in China. That's a different story. That's for the people that like it. Some people like China. You know, that's them. You know, to each his own. But I think uh, everybody should visit China just to see. You know how get how well you know get the experience yeah. and see how good we have it. I mean, tell it like it is. I, I love. I like. I love living in Thailand, but. We'll have conversations and Francis is like, I'm done. <laughs> She'll just be like, I'm done. I got to move out of Asia. Just for a little I'm bit. done with Asia <laughs> as a whole. I mean, because things are different. They really are different. And when you, and spend you can your get entire, frustrated. Yeah. And you spend, when you spend your entire life living in a certain culture and then to go into a different culture. And when things you think because of the way that you've been brought up or the way that you learned it when you think things are supposed to be one way and it really isn't and you're like well and there's no rhyme or reason because I feel like sometimes in Asia we don't get explanations for anything so half the time we're left hanging as to okay you know what's what, what's going on what do you mean so that part can is very frustrating for me and I'm still trying to keep it together if I could shout, if I could shout Ghana out <laughs> because Ghana's looking like a place where uh, these African Americans can move, get dual citizenship, and uh, there's some pretty nice. I haven't been there, but I've got some really my best friends. Most of them are Ghanaian. I've heard some really good things about Ghana. It might be a place to look at, look into. Yeah, no, I've heard some really good things about Ghana as well. So let me let me ask you, um, how? So you guys are plant based. How does that work in China? It doesn't work. <laughs> no, we had a uh, we good. No, no, no. We we gotta cook everything. We we make everything from scratch, but we do we uh <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make everything from scratch. Man. We can't be too we can't be too negative. Well that's because you guys are plant based and Chinese eat a ton of seafood and pork, pork right? Yeah, this is a meat eating country. They meat they, they eat, eat all the meat. They eat everything. <laughs> everything you can everything. think of. Everything. Turtles, frogs. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So it's really hard to be plant based here. Well, that's a good that's a good segue. So you're a plant based couple traveling Asia right now. Asia is known for <laughs> to be no matter where you go in Asia, not just China, but have is heavy in meat products. Does your travels or your future travels, let's say, gonna start playing a part in your diet? Like what works for you guys as a plant based couple? I don't think so, because that would limit where we can go. Like, that is true. It would limit it. We can. We can. Guess how do you make it? Work? He, I mean, uh, can we buy fruit and vegetables and beans? Like, if we can get that, we be good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's all about the compromise. I think that's important because some people look at the crime, right? Some people look at air quality. Oh. Okay. I mean. Looking at food should play a part as well. Like I'm a culinary tourist, so I like to eat. But 
places that have bland food that's not good, it's, it's just not on my list. So food does play a part for me in places that I visit. So I didn't know if maybe being plant-based would play a part in locations that you visit or decide to, you know, create a base or a home. Sorry to interrupt guys, but we have some amazing news to share. We are launching our From Novice to Nomad, the ultimate blueprint to moving abroad course, where we're literally going to walk you step by step into the moving abroad process. Yes. And so we meet you where you are in your journey. So make sure to pre-enroll now. Grab your seat while you can. Link will be in the show notes. So we look forward to seeing you guys. I mean, we definitely do want a community uh, where we can easily, you know, be around people that's like-minded and we can go out and buy food and eat. We were talking about looking at uh, or those places we were looking at. And you were saying we definitely had to check those cities out because they had, like Singapore, they had, like, it was certain places you wanted to go. Ever since we've been plant-based, what did I say? Singapore. Yeah, it was some places you were saying. But we it wasn't go. it wasn't specifically just on the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. always cook or something. I mean, when we went home, it was it was exactly. love because we were able to just go anywhere and buy, you know, Target had plant-based ice cream and options, you know. Right. And even Hong Kong was good. Nah, I disagree. Because where did we get food in Hong Kong other than that one place that was all soy? And we didn't yeah. know we weren't supposed to have that much yeah. soy when we was eating that. We ate. Like, you know what I'm saying? They probably got better options out there. Yeah. Even our uh, Curious Georgia. Yeah. They out there eating but all anyways. of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm curious, what is Sice your life? Good question. So Sice is um, DC slang, DC, DMV slang. It can go two ways, uh, but pretty much meaning like enhance your life, uh, you know. Excite your excite life. Excite your life. Yeah. One way it could be like, say you went into work, right? And your boss said, you know, go ahead and take the whole day off, but you're going to get paid the whole day, you know? So they just sized you, like, you know? Or say you went out to uh, a restaurant, your friend said it's going to be the best food you ever had, and you had it, it was just okay. Like, they sized it. Man, they sized it. They sized it. <laughs> it, was, it was all right, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, you just sized me. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. Yeah. So. Okay, I like it. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's just a slang way to, you know, just excitement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what does that mean for you, though? Uh, size your life how does that define into your brand and the kinds of things that you guys are putting out there to the world it means like we don't live in boundaries like we do pretty much do what we want when we want to like we don't put ourselves in a box yeah <laughs> we live how we want to live like bob said your right is your, your life is your right so just do what we want when we want don't worry about nobody else. like whenever we think of something we want to do we just do it and that's why we can't wait to be debt free because it's like the whole world is our playground. Like after that, it's like, yeah. I can dig it. So what's next? Like, do you plan on having a nomadic life forever? Or do you have plans on returning to the States? We definitely feel like at this point, we want to return to the States in a few years. We're not sure when, but um, yeah. At some point, but we sound like Hawaii. It's yeah, Hawaii, like, Hawaii. <laughs> like something tropical because you know we don't saying? like the cold. Because we ain't got to worry about visas all the, all the time, you know what I'm saying? And then we can, you know, maybe start investing in some stuff, you know, mm-hmm. real estate. Uh, I mean, we can invest in real estate other places too, but, you know, mm-hmm. investing, more investing. And then we'll be able to travel, have a home base in the States and not have to worry about visa stuff and still travel for most of the year. Yeah. But for now, we just want to, uh, we just try and do everything we want to do. We wanted to do that before the kid came. And that's why we was holding off having the kid for so long. Right. But 
now we realize we can't sacrifice that anymore for money goals. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. We gotta we gotta get to that. So get have kids, travel, uh documentary. We'll, we'll be debt free with October. October fifteenth, two thousand this 19. year. Yeah. Nine and a half months. Yeah, we'll start having a baby this year and then heading on out to an island somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Had that baby and then we're going to go bang to bang. <laughs> yeah. Get on it. <laughs> That's beautiful, though. Yeah. That exposes really your child, even at an early age, to be a little bit more cultural. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you're living in China and there's not much of a community for you guys because of where you're located. What's it been like? Because you've been abroad for a little bit like for a little bit now. What has it been like for you in regards to your friends back home? Are you guys still connected? Has that evolved or changed over time? I feel like when we went home, it was definitely different as far as friends go. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand like what we're going through out here in a way. I think most of our friends are through social media, which is funny. Uh, we've connected a lot through our social most of media. Our, most of our more recent friends that are on the same page with yeah, us now. Yeah, and the same, yeah. yeah. Not people that we knew before we came out. Exactly. Yeah, I had that whole conversation. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And before we started the interview, we talked about how there's not much of a community in where you are in China. So across the world, there are small expat communities that are popping up more and more and more. And that's a good thing because it allows us to be able to have some kind of, I guess, like mind or American person that you can speak to and get to know and stuff like that. But it has to be tough to be in a more of a remote place. So I think when people try to think about where they want to go, potentially where they want to work or whatever, maybe take those things into consideration, you know? Yeah, especially if it's your first time living abroad, you know, maybe you do want more of a community and if you're by yourself versus being a couple, it is a little bit easier to, to navigate. How has it been being a couple and being in a place where you really don't have that outlet you know what i'm saying has it brought you guys together more or has it been trying because you're in this like closed space if you really think about it yeah we got we definitely got closer we got so much so much closer or like oh my we God. are tight yeah like, <laughs> it ain't no you know it's, it's tight i was worried about that just because the first year and a half we were in a tight little box we didn't have no room. It was just like one big old room, kitchen, living room, and bedroom. Just no all doors. one big room. Not even a big room, small room. Sorry. The small room with a closet to divide the rooms. Yeah. And um that was <laughs> that was tough. That was that was definitely a test. Just because when you want some personal space, you know what I'm saying? You get mad at a person, you yep. want to get another room, you can still you mad at them. You, <laughs> you can mad close they, the door. You can't go nowhere. You're like, oh, you sit on the couch, get out of my face. <laughs> So yeah. Well yeah. It's definitely brought us together stronger. It's like we kinda of forced to. I mean, I feel like I mean we all we got out here. Yeah. Like we have like there's nobody else that we can rely on. I can't like at home, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you can go chill with my cousin Evan or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can go chill with your sister or something, like we all we got. Yeah. I mean it helps us focus though on the things that we want to focus on. But it's it's tough. You need those connections. I know for me, I'd be one of a sister group, you know, to connect with and share ideas with. And yeah. So do you think we would be t as tight as we are now if we didn't move abroad? Probably not. Honestly. I don't think so either. Mm -mm. Nope. It's interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. 
That's a good well, question. you know why? Because you wouldn't have all the noise around you. Yeah. If you stayed in the States, it would have been hard to be able to work things out together because everybody else is in your business. But because you, like he said, we're all you got. So you're looking at your partner like, look, I'm mad at you like shit, but I love you. And you're able to talk about it. I'm more likely to work it out, you know? So travel can help marriages. Travel can help you get to the next step. I'm about to sell it. It's just going off the deep end. Well, I don't think you got to travel to do it. I think you can just get out of your relationship and out of your marriage at home. Like, travel ain't the answer. I think it will help. Not to, like, disagree and just, like, add it on. Right, no, we get it. Depends on on the people, you know. But they say, you ever heard that? On your first date or within your first, like, three months, you should at least travel with the person, like, an overnight trip just to see... Uh, right? That's a good idea, though. That's a definitely a good idea. Because you have to be in each other's personal space for a certain amount of time. And then that's when you get to know how people's thought process mm-hmm. are about money, uh, thought process like shit about personal space, and okay, like do they really have common courtesy and how they treat other people and you know, all that good stuff. I think travel does reveal a lot of things about people. They close the door when they poop. Like. <laughs> 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 that's even, you know, you need to know that. <laughs> so what are some of the best experiences that you've had so far? in life or just in China and abroad or being abroad Thailand Thailand yeah <laughs> Thailand was fun man oh I love Thailand Kopipi yeah that was nice and then going out to my bay I think that's because that was our first tropical beach I mean we was just like so free I'm talking about no bra no draws yeah. we was just out there like it's free yeah. we, I mean we literally looked up the best beaches in Asia or something, and we were like and, and Maya Bay was like number one my bay was number one, so we went there. Yeah, I like the honeymoon tour with Bali. That was pretty nice. I, I did like Bali. Do y'all know Maya Bay is closed? <gasps> For real? Yeah, they yeah, they had to close it for all the pollution the from pollution. tourism. Man, I'm glad they did though. I'm I'm definitely glad they did, and I'm glad I made it before they did. Because when we went, it was so much trash in the water. I was just like blown away. Like, are you serious? Yeah, but this is like probably worse than they thought because. It was only supposed to be closed for like two months. And then when we were down that way, it was like, yeah, Maya Bay is still closed. So they was like, we don't have any word when it might reopen. Wow. That's bad. A lot of stuff is changing in the South. So Yan and Lee, what advice do you have for like folks who are just like you? Couples thinking about living abroad. What would you say to them if they were hesitant about it? So it's time to dive deep and look into the holistic perspective of travel. We believe traveling is an investment in you. So our mission is to inspire you to book that flight, check that item off your bucket list and go on that adventure. And our hope is to ignite connections all over the world. (laughs) Sisha life. Do it. Just do it, son. Do what you want to do. Like, if you want to do it and you know you want to do it. Like, if you really, really want like, to do it. You know you want to do it before you die. Type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do it. Like, why not? Why wait? Just do it. And do your research, for sure. Make a plan. But, man, it will change your life. Like, do it before something happens. Something big happens. And you can't do it. Something stops you. Just do it now. That's what I say. 
Make a plan. Don't be scared. You can meet people. I mean, I you know people don't want to travel, but they want to travel with somebody. Versus, mm-hmm. you know, you can meet people when you travel. You don't have to go. You can go yeah. by yourself, and you can meet people in a Facebook group before you go. You can meet people in different groups when you get there. You know, and build friends and relationships. But I mean, just just do it. Whatever it is you want to do. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> Everything that you said is like, (laughs) but I love when you're saying do it before you can, because I think we put too much emphasis on time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we put too much emphasis on time and we don't realize that time waits for nobody. Yeah. So why are you waiting for that time to come that might not? Might not ever come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're right. Before all those commitments starts hitting you in the face. It's true. you You know, you're unencumbered and you're free. Life is so unexpected. Like one day everything is fine, and the next day it's like the whole everything can crash. It's been down, a couple so. of days, and we thought we was gonna have to leave this place within the next couple of days or hours. We was like, "Oh dang!" We done. That's why to this day we have an emergency savings fund, just because of that. You never know, because China be playing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else we can talk about. You know, just get in order to get prepared to leave, you know, make a plan, get your mm-hmm. emergency savings fund. Um, Have enough funds, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we say just do it, we don't mean just do it with no money, like, and they'd be broke and homeless on the other side. Like, nah, we're not one of those people. Get you your, you know, get you, you know, do a little research, you know, see what other people, get some reviews. No, like, that. you're right. Do your because job. at the end of the day, it's like one of those things where you have to say to people, what do I want for me? What do I need? What do I want? What's going to work? And stop worrying about everybody else. Now, that is easy to say when you're a single person. I guess the compromise. Like I said, as a single woman, I can make mm. decisions for myself without asking, without, you know, right. worrying about anybody else. But that's not your situation. So how do you guys work that out? The compromise as a married couple traveling abroad together? Well, we talk about it. We talk everything through thoroughly, but for the most part, well, I think on, we just we be on the same page. We always on the same it page. Must be like a sad thing or like I don't know. I just kind of feel like <laughs> some people are just meant to be. I think we just meant to be. Like you know, some people you got that ninety percent match, and then you could be with somebody else, and y'all together it's good. But it's like a seventy five percent match. Somebody else might be a fifty percent match. Like. We're like just on the same page with everything. I'm not even playing with you. Like it's scary. <laughs> I don't get it, but yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Huh? I love that response. Yeah. So, Yan and Lee, where can folks find you guys? Follow your journey. Keep track of all the upcoming beautiful things that you guys got in store. Sight your life on all social media. Uh, we are heavy on Instagram and posting videos on YouTube every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Vlogging, adventure vlogs, uh, living in China, showing that, yep. teaching in China, excuse me, and that money, all the things that we learned from my finance advisor about money. Um, and of we course, do. we got the games, challenges, mm-hmm. and pranks. Yep. Prank was, I keep the pranks coming on Lee. She can't get me without one. Wait, so, oh my God. <laughs> what, is, what is like the best prank that you guys played on each other? Oh, man. The, the one that got the most views was probably one of the threesome pranks. Yep. Threesome pranks for sure. Threesome prank in front of a friend or maybe threesome prank on husband. Yep. Or maybe one of those. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> yep. Slice your life, son. Slice your life, man. Slice your life. Love it. Love it. You guys are just having a good time and just, you know, doing your thing. So thank you guys for being on the show. It was such a pleasure. And I had a great time. I haven't stopped smiling. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. I think this is the most yeah, I've laughed in a yeah. whole interview. This is nice. I love the energy. Yeah, we, and we do need to link up. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and hit that like button at Chronicles underscore abroad. Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com, for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.